episode today because today's topic is on pregnancy and I am in my last trimester. I am officially some eight months pregnant and due in April. So this podcast actually is like, you can do this one by yourself. (laughs) I don't blame her because she's long gone for her. So she's the funny part about this is we were talking, she's like, okay, so I'm going to be doing a, Ashley's talking here. I'm going to be doing a premenopausal <laughs> hormone episode and you're doing a pregnancy when I go, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> As of recording this, I'm 45. I am turning 46 in May. So normally I would be doing the hormone one, but it is later in life for me, so which is fine. But I did want to help all the mothers out there to know how I took care of my skin during my pregnancy, what I did, expectations. I'm going to help you through it. That is on the show today. (laughs) Well, I was worried about the dreaded mask of pregnancy with dark spots, hormonal acne, like I've heard it all. Actually also saw it with my sister too. Now, granted, this was 10 years ago, so I didn't know what I know now nor did I have access to stuff in the modalities and the products available now. They have drastically improved since back then. So I feel very fortunate to have the knowledge and also the tools and techniques and modalities and products that I have available to help my skin. If I wasn't an esthetician and I didn't know or have a few of these items, I think my skin would have definitely been different. I took care of my skin all throughout my pregnancy. Well, I mean, I'm still pregnant, but all as of recording this, I've taken care of my skin all throughout my pregnancy. And I wanted to share with you the products and the modalities and tips I used. So funny enough. So I wanted to also test something out. I was like, hmm, this is a good time to test something out. I have heard so much about the chat AI that is just like everywhere. So I wanted to try it out and see if a robot or what, I mean, I don't know what else you call it on the, (laughs) how would it compare with what I asked chat AI with what I as an esthetician would say. So I asked the chat box, which is chat AI, what pregnancy safe skin was. And the info I got was pretty much this, like use gentle facial treatments with natural ingredients, look for pregnancy safe ingredients, avoid harsh treatments like chemical peels and microdermabrasion, avoid using any essential oils that could be harmful. So it also talks about not using salicylic acids and benzoyl peroxide. But what about the actual like percentages to use or can you use it at all? So my take on it was this. I was like, huh, this was very basic general information, but we got to go way deeper into this. So as an esthetician, I get really specific exactly what I use. So with chat AI for skincare, I think as of now, a human is going to be able more to put these actual products in order for you, um, how to use them, what specific modalities, like very specific, how to use it and the brands. You need that human touch and how to put all the protocols together. And of course, actual thoughts on how it worked on their human skin and different tips and techniques that they found out. So 
feel like that's pretty irreplaceable at this moment in time. Now, I am very aware that Chat AI definitely new to the game. It's going to, I am aware it's going to improve drastically over even the next year or so. So I do understand that and it's just going to evolve and even deeper and deeper. But as of now, where we're at now, I wasn't able to, oh, just pull a show up by adding in the search features. I really spent so much time on this and also am applying things that I personally use in the order and what work for my skin. And obviously I'm not a robot. I have human skin and I was able to, I'm able to share my reactions. I'd like to start with the positive because I know there's a lot of things we can't use on our skin, but I want to start positive and like, what can we use on our skin? Let's get excited about this. How can we make our skin look amazing in that pregnancy glow? By the way, a couple things in the podcast description, we are going to list all the items in this episode. So you don't have to look any further. Just scroll on down to the podcast description. They are all listed there. And we also listed them on lindsayholder.com under the Shop My Faves tab. This goes without saying for following, I am not a doctor. You need to talk to your doctor, find out what's right for you and what you and your doctor discuss. Everyone is different. So the following is my own personal opinion and definitely do what's best for you and what you and your doctor have decided and dermatologist as well. But for my take and my skin, this is what I did. Okay. So let's break it down. Cleansing. I typically, now this is going towards more night. I typically use a gentle cleansing balm first, like getting, breaking up all of the sunscreen that I use a day and just the pollutants on my skin and everything, like really breaking it down first with a nice gentle cleansing balm. And then after that, I'll use a stronger cleanser if needed, especially when I'm wearing more, including more makeup and things like that. So I like that double cleanse. I have those small microfiber rounds and I use those to pull it off as well. Now, if you need to use an exfoliant, which I usually do a couple, two to three times a week, You can use an enzyme while pregnant or a manual exfoliant. I personally alternated between the Glow Skin Beauty Phytoactive Enzyme Cream Cleanser and the Glow Skin Beauty Pumpkin Enzyme Scrub, which has jojoba beads and niacinamide in it. I also love the uh, Circadia Honey Exfoliating Scrub. That's very nice as well. So those are the ones that, as of right now, I tended to grab and gravitate towards using. If you need a little bit more cleansing to get rid of like sebaceous filaments, which are those little black things on your T-zone and your nose, then use a skin scrubber. That is one tool that you can definitely use while you're pregnant to gently pull those out. Now, okay, here is the big controversy. So normally what I did or what I do in practice is... If I had a lot of filaments that I need to remove, normally before pregnancy, I would like load on my skin with a salicylic acid. There's a few that I really like, let it settle in and then, you know, go to town with my skin scrubber. So the question is, and it is, there's controversy with it. Can you use a salicylic acid while pregnant? So first of all, I normally would do the skin scrubber 
after the shower, when my pores are nice and open at that point, so I'm not having to do much pressure, and you could use just something that would like really glide very easily to pop those out. My opinion on using the salicylic acid, yes and no. I think you can use it, but this is what I think. I did use it, and I still have used it a little bit while pregnant. A couple things though, I did not use it stronger than 2%. So 2% is my guideline, and only when I really needed it. So would I put it on some really large sebaceous filaments to pop those out if they wouldn't come out by themselves? Sure. Did I put it, I had a few blemishes that did pop up. So I would use it on those like in a wash, let that sit just for a couple minutes and then I would take it off. So very mildly did I use it, but I did use it somewhat. Now this is for topical. Now, ironically, I was asked by my doctor to take two baby aspirin, which is normal to prevent or delay that onset of uh, preeclampsia and preterm birth, especially with my advanced maternal age, as they so tell me every visit, which we all know that aspirin belongs to the family of salicylic acid. So I have been taking a low dose orally. Now they didn't start me on this until my second trimester. There's really not any studies that I could find that show the correlation of topical salicylic acid with something that goes, you know, that didn't, that affected the birth. But I have noticed in all the research, they're asking you two things to take a low dose orally of that aspirin and then also a low percentage topically. So that's what I align myself. So, yes, I did use it when I had some bad breakouts. I'm not too bad though. My skin was actually pretty good, but every now and then it would, something would pop up and then I, I would use that. The same thing I've noticed with the controversy of benzoyl peroxide. So I did use a little bit of benzoyl peroxide, but the same thing, I used it very minimally and in small doses and on small areas. So more like a patch area. I cannot wait until (laughs) I can like go to town after the birth because I have these amazing salicylic wipes that I use in place of my deodorant. Gosh, I miss it so much. Those are just like the best. So I use Earth Mama deodorant right now. (laughs) And then I have some benzoyl peroxide washes and I just, I miss those too. I did use those a little bit, but very small doses. So I had a few isolated breakouts and I would, you know, go back and forth between a salicylic and a benzoyl peroxide very, very sparingly. Again, those were patch areas only. So just very isolated. And I also used a lower percentage of the benzoyl peroxide as well. So like 2.5%, no more than 5%. The problem is studies are very limited for pregnant women. So there really isn't that much data that's going to show all the risks to the baby or the moms because I mean, who is going to sign up for that? I mean, I wouldn't like, okay, let me sign up for the study and then use this product and see how it affects the baby. No, thank you. You know, you err on the side of caution. So that is why when you go to a spa or in a doctor's, you know, an area that they are treating your skin, they're going to, and I don't blame them. They're going to err. I did in my spa. They're going to err on the side of caution and just take those products off the shelf completely 
like off the table to use in the treatment just because for liability reasons. So I don't blame them. But in your home with your own choices, if you, I personally just kept them really low percentages and just really not that much of use. If you're still a little unsure and you're like, ah, still just, I'll just deal with it and not use it, then you can use azelaic acid for cleansers. You can use some cleansers that contain ceramides. They're just really gentle on your skin. So those are two that you can use. I will have examples for those in the shop my shelf or shop my store. So you can see what is available for use. Let's go into after the cleanser, what I did. I do this about two to three times a week. So since you can't microneedle, which I've only had professional microneedling once, I do home derma rolling, great option. I do those both on my face and the body. I have a subscription to Beauty Bio. I have the head for the face, and then I switch it out really quickly to the one for the body. Roll it, especially on my thighs and inner, I mean, like arms, inner elbow, everything, really just opening up those pores. Because then I want to put a topical ingredient on top of that that just helps me with my skin. So what I normally do after that is, especially on those derma rolling nights, I use the droplet. I've been using this since November and I, oh my gosh, I love it. It is awesome. If you, it's so, like it works. <laughs> it's an expensive little device, but it works. I love to use the, well, I can't use, we can't, you know, you can't use retinol while you're pregnant. So instead I use the collagen hydrofiller capsules. That's what I've been using. They are wonderful. They truly plump up my face, especially like underneath my eyes where I need it. I have this line right below my lip and on my forehead. And I can tell a big difference. A little tip, if I have a photo shoot or if I'm going out and I need to see some people, I will also use the hydrofiller in the morning too. Or if I have to do a video, it really just like does that instant plump. So check that out. Sometimes they have some really good sales. I know they just had one recently and we keep all of our sales inside of our membership. If you go to lindsayholder.com, we have a section and we let you know, Hey, this is on sale. <laughs> like go get it ASAP. So after I've done the droplet, by the way, the droplet is very fast. So it takes like two minutes to do, and then you're done. Then I do LED mask. So there's two LED masks. So after the droplet, I like to use an LED mask two to three times a week. It's great to use on the nights that you derma roll. It really, I think, has kept everything at bay for me. Breakouts, dark spots, and wrinkles. It has just kept my skin like that bright and glowy skin. Also, if you want to add products with niacinamide, by the way, to help with brighten your skin and keep your barrier intact, there is an alternative as well if you don't have LED. But LED is your best friend also with dealing with that hormonal acne. So good because you're having the light kill the bacteria on top. It also is going to help you with wrinkles. Now I have both the Saluma Pro and the current body. The Saluma is curvy. It fits to any body part you can use on your face and your legs. Obviously, if you're pregnant, you're not going to use it. I don't put it on my breast or my stomach. I leave those areas alone. The current body, the reason I like it, it has different settings on it. It has 
aches and pain. It has wrinkles and it has acne. I really like that you have that. It has a pulse setting, which is the strongest one. And it's very flexible, like literally flexible. So you can wrap it around and curve it to any part of your body. And if let's say your shoulders hurt, you can just curve it over that or your thighs hurt or whatever. So I love using that on the legs and the face. Now it is a 30 minute session. So sometimes, and honestly, I'm just tired sometimes. So I also have the current body modality, super, super convenient on days when I have limited time because it's 10 minutes, automatic setting, and then it shuts off. I have their neck and chest modality as well. And I already have it on my Christmas list <laughs> for this year is to get their hand perfecter. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to like lit up like a Christmas tree, <laughs> but it'll be a good looking Christmas tree because everything is like <laughs> getting <laughs> wrinkle free, well, not wrinkle free, but reducing that and getting that glow, helping out with those acne times, everything. So I cannot stress this enough. LED is just so amazing. It hits your mitochondria. It's just going the deepest that, I mean, the skincare can't get. So really, really look into that if you can. Again, those are all linked in our podcast notes. Just head there. We have everything linked for this episode. After I've done my LED, now I put on my one skin skin supplement. Okay. I applied the one skin topical supplement onto my face and I have the body one. So for the body, just a quick tip. I usually actually do that one right after my shower. It has helped my elasticity and collagen on my, in my body. And I think it's helped me to not get like too many stretch marks. I do have a few on my thighs, but I really think it has kept me keep it under control. So I love having the body pump. I have both the face and the body one on subscription. So I do not have to even think about it. I also have the droplet on subscription and the beauty bio. It comes in the mail. I don't have to keep ordering it. It's just there. I'm like, okay. And if you need to pause your subscription, like I just paused my one scan for one month because I had enough. And so that is just no big deal. But the one skin, if you have breakouts, it also helps, I think, balance out your skin. It's helped with my hyperpigmentation and reduction of my wrinkles. And I think just really give that nice glow and help overall with your skin. I can't recommend it enough. It's amazing. If you feel like you need more hydration at night, you could put on top of the one skin, add a thicker moisturizer, or you can add an oil. There's a few that I love. And then once a week, I usually apply a hydrating mask or even an overnight mask. I absolutely love, I love, love this mask. It's the Hydrolux Sleep Mask by Hydropeptide. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. I like the feel of it, the smell, the packaging, like the whole, it's a win-win for me. So that one I like to use as an overnight mask. And I just sleep in that. So my lips I've noticed have been so dry. They're usually not this dry and I'm constantly thirsty. Like I cannot drink enough water and my lips, I cannot put enough stuff on my lips or take care of them enough. So for my lips, I use a lip scrub. I like the one by Sarah Happ and that's also in the show notes. And then I like the Laneige lip sleeping mask. 
I have the pink one. I can't use my beloved mouth tape because you know I like, we even have a podcast about mouth taping. Oh, I missed that, but I'm going to get back on the mouth tape train. <laughs> once baby, once baby Ellison is born, then I look forward to putting that on. He's going to be like, mommy, what is going on with your face? <laughs> I'll take it off before I see him. Okay. Let's switch to daytime. That was mainly the nighttime routine. Let's sleep, switch to daytime. So for my age, I usually don't wash my face in the morning. I'd rub in my oils or if needed, if I'm like extra grimy or whatever, or have like, you know, just need a little refresher, then I'll use a micellar wash or a toner. So I do most of my cleansing at night. Now, however, if you are acne prone, you still need to wash your face in the morning. I wouldn't recommend rubbing in your oil. So that's the difference. But if you're typically around my age or you have really dry skin, great tip, rub in your oils, you will notice the biggest difference because otherwise you're just stripping your skin, right? Then I first add the one skin supplement and then I add, I let that dry. So I'll brush my teeth. Then I'll add a vitamin C serum. Vitamin C, as we know, has amazing antioxidant properties and makes your sunscreen work harder. So that's going to help with your stark spots getting, you don't want them to get worse. And of course, great sun protection. So vitamin C and then your sunscreen. I recommend to use a mineral sunscreen versus a chemical sunscreen when you are pregnant. So you, you are reflecting the light. You're not absorbing it. Um, you're not absorbing all these chemicals into your body. You don't want, you know, don't want to absorb that. I like adding sun drops. Those feel so light and glide on easily. So just there's some mineral sunscreens that are great out there. So just kind of look at those and make your best decision for you. Now, if you need more hydration that day, feel free to add hyaluronic acid. Totally feel free. Just make sure your skin is still damp. If you feel like after these things that it's still damp, just use. I love using the Avena Thermal Water. You can spritz that onto your skin so it just like rehydrates your skin. And then you can put your hyaluronic acid on then because you do want to apply that hyaluronic acid when your skin is, is wet, not dry. For wrinkles, let's get into that. Let's, you know, gotta take care of those wrinkles. I love using silicone patches, they are natural. And basically, just to simplify it, it's basically starving your skin of your hyaluronic acid and forcing it to pull from deeper within your skin up to the surface. So we're like filling in those lines. It's great for both wrinkles and stretch marks. You can use these day or night. I tend to lean towards using these during the daytime just because I'm such a rough sleeper, especially right now. So instead of finding them like on my pillowcase, I rather just <laughs> use them during the day. So an example of this, for instance, is I put them on in the a.m. Now, this is, you know, days where I'm going to do my skincare a little bit later. So this morning, all I did was I went straight to my silicone patches and did some work. And then, after, you know, I put it on right after breakfast and then I took them off after lunch. So it really and then I put my skincare on. It really just depends on your schedule. Like a Sunday would be great or Saturday. Like 
or if you do work from home or if you have that time, if you prefer to have it on during the day. You can definitely do it at night as well. But if you have deep wrinkles, you're going to want to do it multiple times in a row. Then once you get to your maintenance level, you can then just do it once or twice a week is totally, totally fine. I have the whole face one and then they also have silicone patches for like really large ones. They like large areas of your body. So I'll be putting those on my thighs or my stretch marks, which are really not that bad, but you know, gonna <laughs> anything that can help will do it. So that's my take for wrinkles. You have to watch your modalities. Now you can't use what you normally would use to take care of that. So that's why silicone patches are great. All right. So now for the nose, because we, I wanted to really, I'm a positive person. So I was like, let's get into the positive stuff that we can use. But I do want to tell you the nose that I recommend to stay away from. Retin-A's, retinols, retinol palmitate. I would stay away from those. Atazarac, Accutane, if you have severe acne, I would stay away from that. Just deal with that after the baby has come. No to hydroquinone. I would also recommend to, you know, do that after. And again, I mentioned this before, but, you know, I preferred to wear mineral sunscreens over chemical sunscreens. It's just better for your skin. Four essential oils. Those are a little bit controversial too. So this is what I decided. I just use those in my diffuser and I avoided applying them topically. I mainly stuck with lavender because it's soothing. It smells good. So that is my take on that. I have the canopy humidifier, which also acts as a diffuser. So that kept my skin super hydrated at night, added my water, and I just added a little bit of lavender, calm me down too, just in a diffuser. Two uh, modalities you need to stay away from, which is such a bummer, high frequency modalities. Love my high frequency. Oh, I miss it so much. <laughs> Going back to that after baby and the microcurrent unfortunately no you cannot use microcurrent you don't want like any current going in your body while you're pregnant so just skip those wait till after I did want to just touch base on some supplements I know that we talked about skin but I think supplements are pretty important I just wanted to share what I used for me every day I would use a water and wellness hydration tablet I just drop the tablet in my water I have it right after my coffee Ashley and I did an entire podcast on water and wellness. If you go to lindsayholder.com and under shop, there, we even have an entire page dedicated to water and wellness. So the hydration, molecular hydrogen tablets, every day I have those, right? You know, coffee and then molecular hydrogen water. So that's usually what I did. I also <laughs> added an active charcoal filter stick to purify everything. I'm just like weird with my water. And I love charcoal sticks. I have them usually in my water bottle and I even have it in my coffee filter, like the, where the, the keeps the, or water reservoir, I should call it, I should say that. And even in my tea kettle, I like have charcoal sticks, filter sticks everywhere because it purifies things. Next in the morning, I would have ritual prenatals. I tried different prenatals and I kept going back to the ritual ones. So I'm sticking with those. And they don't taste bad either. And instead of, because the other one I was taking three and these, I, I just have to take two. <laughs> so I did, I like that. And I even did a 
drinkable, like a liquid prenatal, but then you just get so sensitive to taste. I couldn't do it anymore. So I'm like, oh, I can't even do this liquid one because that's usually what I prefer because I had to take a t- like two tablespoons of it. I was like, I can't do it. So ritual prenatals, back on that. So I have that on subscription. Symbiotica B12, I have that on subscription. I take 12 pumps of that a day. And for my restless legs, which are absolutely horrible, I hope you do not have that, I take a few things. So first of all, I drink Calm Magnesium at night. Again, all the stuff is in the shop that we have and in the podcast notes. Just hit the link. It takes you to everything. Calm Magnesium at night. Do two tablespoons of that in water. Drink that. Then I spray Symbotica Magnesium Spray on my legs. And I rotate between using that and the Ape Sheep Organics Lotion. I rotate it between those two things. And <laughs> during the day, I also have to wear sometimes compression, I mean, compression socks. Gosh, I mean, it's a whole thing with my legs. And then I do my stretches. <laughs> One thing with my stretches at night, I got a stability and bouncy ball. And, oh, that has just helped so much. I really stretch everything out. And now that I'm in my third trimester, I just want to make sure that he is getting in position, which his head is down. I will give you a tip. My doctor told me to watch, it's called spinningbabies.com and they have exercises there to get him in position. So I do those and just would love to, I mean, who knows how it's going to play out, but would love to at least have a shot at him not being breached for that. So I do do that. For my legs, I also use a Theragun Dupe by Home Medics. It's a percussion massage gun. I love how it's cordless and I'm able to just like hit that calf that's driving me nuts or my thigh. So I have a whole system at night for my restless legs. I also ended up having carpal tunnel. So my hands, if you do have that, I'm so sorry. I totally understand. But just the inflammation gets to you. It's It more happened in my third trimester. I was like, what is going on? What is this? Hands tingly, numb, can't feel anything. So I got one of those ACE. My doctor told me to do this. Actually, I already had it, but it's the ACE wrist. I don't know, ACE wrist, like not a bandage, but you put it on and it just holds your arm like steady. And I got the one that's reversible. So I literally flip from my right hand to my left hand because it's just on both hands. Anyway, I also have that in the shop. So then you can look that up and know exactly what I'm using. All these are there. Maternity belt. I do have a maternity belt. It helps me for when I walk because I am having back pain as well. So that helps me go up the stairs and everything because he is heavy. You may be have if you are pregnant, you may be having an awesome pregnancy. You don't need that. I needed that. <laughs> My sister told me about that one and that is the best thing ever. And the next thing is, I know this is a skincare podcast, but I'm just helping you out with some things that are getting me through this. I really am obsessed with these shoes that I got. I can only wear pretty much sneakers at this point. So they're called Kisnik. We mentioned that in our Valentine's Day podcast. I have the color Fawn. My mother just bought some too. She tried on mine. She's like, I'm getting these. I got them for Jeff too. He loves them. And he's pretty picky with the shoes. I notice he's wearing them all the time. So I wear them with everything because you can just slip them on. They have like a, you know, the look of a shoelace, but you just, they have a technology where you can just slip them on. I wear them everything. I love the fawn color. It goes with everything. It's like this light 
pinky nude. It's so pretty. It looks feminine. It goes with all my stuff. And I have their socks too. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a few things that have really worked for me. And oh my gosh, I could completely, you know what I may do? I may just put my registry link in the show notes or the membership. I'm not sure yet. Just so if you're pregnant and you wanted just to even know what the things that I've gotten, you can have access to versus putting on this podcast. Cause I know this is more about skin, but I did a lot of research on this. So I would love to be able to share that. And if you want to connect with myself or Ashley, join our skincare community at lindsayholder.com. It literally is so easy. It takes 30 seconds because all it does is ask your name, email, because you've got to be able to log in and your password. We love hearing from you. And guess what? Most of the topics that we get for podcasts are from you. So I have gotten moms asking me to do this pregnancy podcast. Otherwise, I wasn't going to do it, but we got requests for it. So here you go. This is for you. It is because I had people ask me for it. We are real people. Ashley and I are real people. We in the South. <laughs> We're in Greenville, South Carolina. This is our full-time job. So we take it seriously. We want to hear from you. And it's very rare that you get to connect with an esthetician. And actually, she was a school teacher and she is like on it with skin. Like she is so amazing. So you get to connect with both Ashley and myself, but you do need to join the membership. I don't answer like DMs and stuff on my Instagram for skincare. I always send those people into the membership because everything is in one place. And then other members have access to my answers as well. And that way you can connect with us and talk with us if you have a specific question. And then we usually will answer it in some way, especially on the podcast. Go to lindsayholder.com and select join the skincare membership. It takes two seconds. So if you want to give me an early pre-baby present for doing this podcast, <laughs> I have a request. It's so simple. If you could just rate and review this podcast, that would mean the world to me. It's free to do. It doesn't cost you a thing. It does cost you your time. And that means so much more to me. It costs you about a minute, 30 seconds to a minute. But what that 30 seconds to a minute does, it helps us with our rankings and it allows us to be able to continue to do this show, which is our true passion. So if you've ever been passionate about anything and you needed support from somebody, that's how we feel. You can make a difference. And guess what? We see your reviews. We see you join the membership. We see your emails that like you mean something to us. It's kind of cool. So I wanted you to know that. So I cannot wait to hear from you, Ashley, either. And she will be on the sh back on the show next week. So I hope these tips were helpful to you. Tune in to next Tuesday, same time, same place. We're going to have another topic for you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this helps you on your pregnancy journey. Hope you're having a wonderful pregnancy journey. Or if you can send this to a friend that you know is on her journey as well. Great talking to you. And until next time. Thank you.